Welcome to the vault where you can find the code to unlock your success. In this space, I invite real, inspiring and successful experts. We have eye-opening conversations about the way to reach your highest potential in life and in business. We will cover the mastery of mindset, energy, emotions, transformation, sales, marketing, thriving in business without losing your authenticity and balance. Hi, I'm Sonia Martinovic and host of The Vault, an entrepreneur, mindset mastery and online business coach with an obsession on real transformation. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs and other influencers master the mindset and build a successful and impactful business. Do you want to break free from your limitations and express your truest self in business and in life? Is growth your game and success your aim? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to the vault. Let's start cracking your code. And welcome to another episode of The Vault. And this week is going to be on fire because Bob Lachance is the founder and CEO of premier virtual assistant staffing company, Riva Global. He played professional hockey for eight years, four with the St. Louis Blues here in the United States and four years overseas in Europe. After pro hockey career ended, he dove deep into the world of real estate and acquired his first flip in 2004. He has gone over to do 800 transactions since then and has started multiple businesses as well as starting one of the uh, the country's largest real estate education programs. Welcome, Bob. Sonia, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I am so excited you're here because I'm I'm super curious and also the listeners of The Vault about the story. You had many businesses, so... Can you tell us a little bit uh, how it all started for you? Sure, sure. It all started actually, uh, I don't know, I was an ice hockey player. I don't know if everyone uh, that's listening to this knows ice hockey, but uh, I started here in the United States. Uh, I went to Boston University for four years. Uh, I decided to leave two classes short of getting my degree and uh, signed with the St. Louis Blues, like you said. Played in their organization uh, for two years, then two more years in the United States, and then my last four years, I played in Europe. Uh, my first year was in Milan, Italy, which is really fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Then I went to Switzerland and then Germany and then back to Switzerland and then decided to hang up my skates. And then yeah. after that, I just jumped into uh, real estate investing. Um, this is back in 2004. So of course, I'm dating myself. So anyone <laughs> grab a calculator can know how old yeah. I am or so. Uh, this is back in 2004. Um, so I just started uh, jumping into real estate investing. And then um, I got into the coaching world after that. This is, wow, uh, that's great. Yeah, I met, yeah, I met uh, my business partner uh, in 2004. When first we're flipping properties. And then um, we met these individuals in, in Florida and they already had a coaching program, but they wanted us to join uh, their team and actually run the back end of coaching. So it's the coaching fulfillment side of it, right? Mm. So started that in 2005 while we were still investing in properties. And then 2007, two of our buddies that were actually investing in real estate here in Connecticut, uh, they wanted to start a coaching program and they're flying around the country uh, to different real estate investment groups, teaching uh, different niches. Mostly um, the niches are rehabbing and wholesaling that they were doing and they never ran a coaching program. So they asked us to partner with them. It's a company called fortune builders. And then, uh, we started working with them in 2007, and then it grew to be you know, one of the biggest uh, real estate education and coaching programs in the United States for the next 10 plus years. So 
had a very good run with those guys. And within that time, I also, uh, like I said before, I was still investing in real estate, but I got introduced to what a virtual assistant was. Wow. Uh, and, yeah, yeah. So important. Yeah. And I never knew what, it, what a virtual assistant was. So uh, learned what, what one was in 2013, tested, tested uh, to see if it worked. Uh, and then light bulb went on and said, you know what, there could be a business um, within the virtual assistant world. Uh, yes. It, yeah. So it was pretty, it's pretty interesting. And then uh, so I jumped into that and, um, you know, I had to learn how to run a company. All my virtual assistants are in the Philippines. So I had to learn how to, you know, run a, an international company on that side of it. So a lot of life lessons within that. And then uh, fast forward today, I'm, uh, I also have a real estate investment company that's flipping over probably about a hundred and probably 120 properties uh, per year. So I'm managing both those businesses at the same time. Amazing. So virtual assistant, so important. I actually, it's, it's very hard to decide when to take a virtual assistant, right? And when do people come to you when it comes to your virtual assistant's uh, business? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. It, it's, uh, so I get this question a, a lot very often and they say, All right, when do I actually, should I get a virtual assistant right away or should I actually get one what, you know, after I'm established? And we get a lot of individuals that start within six months uh, that need help in a certain task. So yeah. for instance, um, if you're working full-time or part-time and here in the United States, a lot of individuals jump into real estate investing and they do it on a part-time basis because they still have a job and they still want to you know, still support their family that way before jumping in with two feet. So mm. a lot of individuals will, will start within that probably about three to six month range to do different tasks like cold calling, text messaging, following up uh, lead management, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. So in my experience, it's also like the, the, the moment of decision, right? When do you take a virtual assistant? Because sometimes very uh, you have to have systems and processes in order uh, for you to check the quality, to make sure they're doing well. You have to hire them and sometimes they even disappear. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in front of a launch, so that I, it happened to me, honestly, I, I had to build my own landing page, not knowing anything about landing pages because my virtual assistant disappeared in the last moment. So do you have these challenges too, um, when, or do you solve these challenges too with your business? How do you help people? Yeah, and that's a fantastic question. The way we've actually helped people is we niched it down. We have two sides of our business. One is the real estate side. The other is the medical side. Mm. Uh, my wife runs all the medical division side where uh, prior authorizations, insurance verifications, et cetera, where we just, the, the way we solve it is we keep, we keep what we do niche down. So one on the medical side, one on the real estate side. I found that if you do a million things, you're never good at one thing. Right. I mean, exactly. You, know, you and the, you, you have in the, uh, you know, being into the, the coaching space understands that, you know, we can't be the best at everything. We got to hone in really on those one or two things that we're really good at. Yes. And uh, talking about niching, how important during all these businesses has niching been to you and the success of your business? Yeah, niching is pretty, uh, pretty good question because um, in real estate investing, niching you have a lot of different niches. You could go from just to use kind of uh, terminology of the industry. You could, you could uh, be very good at wholesaling, or you could be very good at rehabbing. You could be very good at short sales. You could be very good at uh, buy and holds. You could be very good at lease options. So there's a lot of different niches underneath that umbrella. Um, and, but you have to start with one of those niches and get very good at it before mm. you could go to the next one, because, exactly. you know, you run into too many people in businesses, whether it's real estate or not, 
you know, they try to do everything and they're like I said, and they never could get off the ground. Mm, yeah, exactly, exactly. I talk a lot about niching. I call it niching. <laughs> yeah, ni- niching. Right. Niching is maybe a little <laughs> bit more French, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so niching down is very important to the business. And once you niche down, you really need time to develop your specialty, right? And 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 you should yeah. be doing something creative and creating something in the time you have. So virtual assistants actually taking some task, uh, a task away like um, building the technical side or lead generation, or maybe even a podcast editing. <laughs> is Correct. Very we, that's what we do. That's yeah, exactly yeah, exactly. Do I, I wouldn't podcast. know how to edit a podcast. I have my editor <laughs> and I love it. So, but then again, you, you, you might even use someone for show notes. There are so diff- so many different elements. For example, for the podcast, I could use like three different people to do things for me. Because they have their own niches too. So it is how, how far do you go within your business when it comes to uh, providing a complete solution for, for business owners? Yeah, so we actually do have individuals that use RVAs for podcasting. It's interesting you say that. So what they do is they do show notes and they, they edit, edit the videos and they post it on social media. So social media management is, is pretty yeah. important for all of us. We know that, right? Because you know, a lot of eyeballs are on social media. So they want to know what you're doing on Instagram. They want to know what you're doing exactly. on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I, I get a lot of questions and uh, I get a lot of comments from my, my friends that say, oh, great post on uh, on Facebook or great post on Instagram. And I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> but I didn't post it. So it's pretty interesting you say it, but it's important to, to make sure that you're always out there, right? Because everything, yeah. when your face is out there, it's obviously a lot more eyeballs will see your, your you and your business and, and be interested in, in you know, uh, using your product or service, whatever you have. And usually businesses go about it when they feel the pain, right? So they try to solve the, solve it with themselves and then they get a bottleneck, for example, not having enough time to market and sell themselves. So yep. do you have a personal story or maybe a client story where this happened? Like how much did it have to hurt to really take the decision and how much did it help to take the decision? Yeah, a lot of a lot of times this happens. I mean, we always think this is as an entrepreneur, every time we think that we can do everything better than everybody else. So yeah. <laughs> it's very difficult for us to that's you know, like they, the description of an entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. And I and I think every one of us has that challenge, right? Yeah. Where, you know, if we're as an example, if we're picking up the phone and we're talking to a potential motivated seller as an example, right? No one can mm. do it better than us. Um, yeah. but I've learned throughout the years that it does not matter your initial content with them. If somebody could articulate what you're looking for, you know, what we want to do is we, we call that kind of a warm transfer and interested to sell then to send it over to us and our sales. because think about this, there's nothing more energy draining than being on the phone all day long and talking the same script every single day. Like yeah. you're looking for more uh, individuals you know, for your coaching program, right? If we're doing the same conversation all the time and they're not pre-vetted, it's, yeah. it's extremely tiring. And what it does, it it wears you out, you end up quitting. And so that's one of the, the things that us as an entrepreneur, we have to look at those things. You know, you and I talked before, what gives you energy, right? It's the exactly. energy stuff that really, you know, that'll keep you going every day. That'll get you motivated. You wake up in the morning, you're extremely, you know, you're, you're, you're in one state and then you got to make sure you keep that peak state. Mm, yeah, exactly. Peak state is so important. And I know that, for example, tech drains my energy completely. <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's just it's not it's just like I feel I don't have time for this. I could better be, you know, delivering content, creating content and 
delivering new programs or services, right? Instead, and yeah. so that I can help people instead. The creative of, side, right? The creative, the creative side. side the, yeah. Yes. And not like trying to figure out some systems and <laughs> to yeah. do so. So um, it, it's a full surface, uh, full surface bureau, right? You can take everything out of hand uh, regarding the needs of the customer, right? Yep, exactly. And, and that's, I think that's important. So you look at, you know, any type of your business. So for us, we have the medical side, we have the real estate side. For the real estate side, you know, we have individuals that do all walks of real estate, whether it's, you know, a, a niche of a wholesaling, rehabbing, buying and hold lease options. We have pre-trained virtual assistants in our own industry. Mm-hmm. So we spend about a month, about one to three weeks, uh, sometimes that fourth week, to really train them on things that we the uh, clients come to us for. So mm. that's cold calling, building buyers lists, text messaging, social media management, et cetera. They come to us for certain tasks that fit within their business and they just plug us in so they're ready to go right away. All right. And and what about the system and processes? Because I know this is a big objection, for example, for coaches. It's just like you need to do the quality checks and everything. So the, mm-hmm. do the systems and the processes already need to be like clear and stable or can someone start right away when it comes to hiring? Yeah, they could start right away. We have what we call client service managers that help with the process. So mm-hmm. if you come to us, you say, Hey, Bob, you know what? Um, I'm focusing on wholesaling as an example. You know, what could your virtual assistants do for us? In that particular industry, in the wholesale industry, there's only certain things that need to be done as a real estate investor, right? You need yeah. to drive in leads, you need to pick up the phone and and then you need to get properties under contract. So it's really, really simple. You got marketing, you got the acquisition side of it, and then you have the disposition side of it. So each each phase within wholesaling can be outsourced through a virtual assistant. We train on that. So it mm-hmm. is in essence uh, a, uh, a pre-training in the niche that they're in. And what would you say besides the stubbornness of entrepreneurs <laughs> are the biggest objections uh, when it comes to hiring um, a VA or a team of VAs? Yeah, you know, it's um, a lot of them. A lot of people have never managed somebody, whether oh. it's in-house or some, you know, somebody that is um, not in their office. Yeah. So that is one of, the, one of the objections. Another one is what do they sound like, right? Yeah. Because if you, have, if you have somebody that is representing you and your company, you want to make sure that representation is at a certain level. So yeah. those are the types of questions that we get. And we handle all of that because we do um, our recruiting. We have a sourcing and recruiting team. All my virtual assistants are the Philippines. And we have a very, very stringent and challenging vetting process um, to where only about 5% of them, because we go through, I think, over 1,000 uh, applications per month mm. in the vetting process to actually get the cream of the crop. Um, it's very difficult to get through, which makes the um, makes the end result and end product or end service a lot higher than everybody else. Yeah, exactly. They're very high educated uh, normally. And uh, if you yep. find someone, I, I actually work with a couple of VAs from the Philippines. I had some luck and some bad luck. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But it's 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 so important to uh, it is a difference. For example, Bob, I've been in sales management in the corporate side for over 18 years. So I was very used to running teams, right? Yeah. Running teams. I've run 
teams for most of my life. So when I switched to virtual assistants, it was completely different. And it even took me time to adjust from managing for so many years to managing virtual assistants. So um, what should people take in account when, when when they hire their first virtual assistant? What can they expect? That's a great question. I I think communication is very important, right? So you have to look at when you, when you bring a a virtual assistant on your team, you have to look at them like they are part of your team. A lot of individuals forget, you know, they forget they're like, all right, well, they're not in my office. (laughs) I can't see, feel them and touch them. That means they're not here, but it's really, really important. It's, it's kind of like, you know, if you and I hire somebody and they're, they, they're three blocks away it'd be the, the same concept, right? I use different tools like Viber or Glip, Ring Central to make sure that we're in contact all day long. Um, like, and we also have uh, a start of day report and end of day report that we make sure that our virtual assistant, as soon as they start the day, they're like, hey boss, um, this is what I'm um, looking to do today. Cause we, they already know what they need to do, but they're giving us a, a start of day reminder and then mm-hmm. an end of day, what exactly they've done. And mm-hmm. I also communicate um, during the day as well for my own virtual assistants. Cause I use, I have a little over 10 that I use in my own real estate business. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the communication factor. So, so really what do important. you use them for? Just, just as an example for the, for yep. the listeners. <laughs> so I use them for cold calling uh, so to gauge seller motivation, because what I do is I buy uh, a list of records. Mm-hmm. So it's just names and we get them skip traced and then they, cold call them to see if, Hey, do you have any, uh, do you have any motivation in selling your property? And if they say yes, those leads then go over to our in-house sales team, our Mm. acquisition team. And then those are the leads that they pick up the phone and call. We also have them text message. We also have uh, a team of virtual assistants that follow up with older leads. And this is, this is something in our businesses, no matter what business it is, you know, the, the statistics may vary a little bit, but you know, you look at all the transactions that we buy about, about 60 to probably 80% of them properties that we buy are bought through follow-up, which yeah. means that, you know, you yeah, have your exactly follow-up is key for yep. sales. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you look at that, right. You have, you have, you could have a thousand leads here. And then what happens is a lot of salespeople or a lot of individuals, and entrepreneurs, then they cherry pick. They only yeah. say, Oh, I see a hot lead. And then before <laughs> you know it, you have a thousand, now they're not leads anymore, they're prospects. So then what you do is you have to have somebody filter through them to see, hey, you know what, is there someone who's extremely motivated to, to um, be interested in your service or product? Yeah, the, the, the people who are ready to buy. So just a complete yep. funnel, if I could say so, just a sales yep. funnel, right? But then with, with the sales process and prospects. So um, tell me, what, what is... Could, could you share a customer story with me, like how you managed to get them great results with actually hiring a team? Yeah, absolutely. I got a, uh, my buddy, um, well, I, I actually have a couple. I just came from a, a mastermind. I don't know if you're part of any masterminds. Oh, but yes. <laughs> yeah, masterminds are phenomenal. Coaching programs and masterminds, I'm a huge, uh, you know, I think that everybody, in my opinion, should be part of one because- yes. You know, you, you're you're very limited. Think about this. When we're, like I said, we're we're sitting in our own bubble here as an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur life is is sometimes it's a lonely life. Yeah. Because, <laughs> well, it's not like it, a lot of our friends and family are not uh, entrepreneurs, right? Local. Yeah. 
Yeah. But you, you know, if you join some of these programs as a coaching program is, you know, I'm, I'm huge on coaching programs. Um, I mm-hmm. think everyone should 100%. I'm part of some of them. I'm part of men, many per year plus coaching programs. So, or plus uh, masterminds. So anyway, I'll give you a quick story. I was just at a, an event down in Florida and I have a buddy um, and they actually go around the room in the masterminds. And there's probably in our room, uh, I was total through the whole mastermind, I think it was about 260 in each room. There's five different rooms. So each room was, I don't know what my math is. I don't know, let's say 40, <laughs> 40 people each room, let's just say. Yeah. Uh, and, and I had a couple individuals that actually used our service in that room. One of my buddies, Billy Alvaro, stood up, did a presentation. Um, and he actually uses our virtual assistants to drive leads, just like I said, to cold call to drive leads. He's from New York. I'm from Connecticut. So Mm. He moved down actually now to New Jersey, but very similar markets, very similar individuals. Um, and he actually did a presentation. He said, Hey, um, I've used Bob's virtual assistants for probably, I think he's at about three years now, four years right now. And he drives in a lot of leads from our virtual assistants, which then turn into obviously profit. He does a lot of rehabs, which fix and flips. He does some wholesaling as well. So that's just a, a quick story that I, uh, I could share with him. Amazing. So what do you think? What is the one reason why people, sh- people shouldn't wait to hire the virtual assistant? Yep. Uh, I mean, procrast- just like any uh, entrepreneur, procrastination will, uh, will kill any of us because <laughs> once we wait too long, yeah. uh, you know, sometimes it's uh, paralysis by analysis, right? We just think too much on what we need to do. Um, some entrepreneurs are fantastic at jumping in right away, but I would say the sooner you get something done. I mean, think about this. If we have a checklist of things that you want to do and you, you're waiting to check them off, the sooner we check them off, the sooner that you're, you have the ability to make more money and more profit. Yeah, exactly. So tell me, did, did you ever had that experience of procrastination in your business and how did you solve it? <laughs> <laughs> I think we all did. We all have done yeah. We all done that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the action side of it, right? It's, it's really, um, as an entrepreneur in our own mind, sometimes we're our worst enemies. It's, yeah. Uh, and I, I really think I'm, I'm a, um, you know, when you start looking at your business and you look at my business, your business, you, I, I think we're only as good as our teams, right? Yeah. If you bring on the right team members yeah. that you can delegate stuff to, to be able to get it done, because some of them may be way better than you, just like we talked about earlier. Yeah. We're not the best at everything. Uh, if you have a great team around you and you're, you lead the right way and you're a very good leader, you could get a lot more done. Yeah, exactly. And just having that complete clarity on who it is you're going to serve and what it is, then, then you can actually hire a team. Because I think that a lot of people, like if I look at myself, when I started out, I didn't have that complete clarity. I was trying to serve everything to everyone. And, you know, I didn't, I wasn't niche down. So it was actually very hard at that point in the business to hire VA because you don't, you, you cannot lead them very well if you don't have that clarity. So do you have any solutions for the people who just start out and don't have the clarity? Should they wait and not hire a VA or should they just hire a VA and learn from the practice just like I did <laughs> at some point? Yeah. yeah what, I, what I would do is just a, a, is some a very good example of what you can do. Just, we call it time in motion. I would take your calendar out. Um, and I would really start on a Monday, start 
looking at exactly what you do, you know, chuck it up in a 30 minute time slots and then do that for about two to three weeks. And then you'll find out exactly what you need to get off your plate. I think that's the best way to do, especially if you're newer, that's the best way to do it because you'll find that a lot of times you're doing $10 an hour tasks, which means, you know, if you have $10 an hour tasks, you typically have a $10 an hour bank account, which is not a good thing. (laughs) So, so, So that's what I would start doing. That's what I would do first. And then once you do that, you'll know what tasks to get off your plate and and be able to outsource. I think that's amazing advice. Just time tracking for a week or two or three and just figuring out what your patterns are, where you are losing time and energy, right? And energy is also so important because you need your energy as an entrepreneur. So um, if people would like to um, find out what it is exactly, what you do, how could they find you? Uh, you could check on Facebook, check on uh, Instagram. Uh, you could email me directly. Our email address or our website is is uh, revaglobal.com, R-E-V-A global.com. Uh, my direct email is bob at revaglobal.com. You could reach me, reach out to me. Um, again, like I said, we're on Facebook or on Instagram. We have a podcast called The Friday Coffee Break every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Check Amazing. us out there as well. Yep. And, and and the podcast, What what is the podcast about? Is it also... It's just open Q&A. So whatever question that you send in, um, it lasts about 40, 45 minutes and it's live uh, every Friday morning. This is Eastern Standard Time. So any question that you send in, it doesn't matter what it is, we will answer it. Oh, that's that's very, very nice. So is, is it a live stream also or is it truly? It is. Yeah. It's and a live stream, yeah. On YouTube or somewhere else? On YouTube and on Facebook. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So you said Friday coffee. Yeah, Friday coffee break. Okay. <laughs> Friday coffee break. So, Friday mornings. Okay, Bob. So what 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 is the one question that nobody ever asks you, but you would love to answer? What is the one question? That's an interesting one. Um, I don't know. I think it, it, it's, it's what holds people back. I think um, we don't talk a lot about what holds people back, especially entrepreneurs on that side of it. And um, we could say procrastination, but I think it's, it's really us getting our own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times that, you know, we think too much, uh, we beat ourselves up. We have that negative, we have, you know, it's kind of like the, the, the devil and the angel, the old yeah. <laughs> you know, movie thing. But I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we beat ourselves up. So it's, it's staying in the right mindset that I think is really, really important. And I think, you know, having a coach, having a, a, a having a, um, a, a local influence, if you will, or some sort of accountability partner, I think is, is key to us always going in the right direction. Because as an entrepreneur, you know, sometimes we're up, sometimes we're down and it's the most successful ones that stay, you know, very even. So I think yeah. that's, I think that's what when I would When there is uh, some balance. Uh, yeah. When there is yep. balance, you can grow actually, instead of exactly. going up and down all the time. So, um, I heard you speak uh, something about values, right? Uh, Riva Global has very big values. It, uh, could you tell them a little bit more about the values and where did Absolutely. they come from? Absolutely. So uh, our core values are loyalty, trust, ethics, integrity, team, and servant leadership. So, you know, where they came from, um, I, mean, I mean, you know this in business, right? I go to the team right away, servant leadership and, and team. Um, and I've always grown up in teams, whether mm-hmm. it was playing hockey or any type of sport. And yeah, you could have someone on your team that is the best on the team, but you're never going to win a championship unless you have role players that actually support the individual that is the best. That's, that's a team. 
So you can't win a championship. You look at all these stars now in, in different sports and a lot of them never win a championship. A lot of them never make, even make the playoffs mm. because if you don't have the right team members and the right culture, I mean, culture is huge now. There's been, yeah. a, there's been a big shift in, in sports in this world, whether it's soccer in Europe, whether it's, you know, our football here, whether it's baseball, ice hockey, it doesn't matter. There's been a, a big shift of getting, getting rid of the bad people, the bad culture people <clears throat> that are in your locker room because they poison everybody. So exactly. That is so important. true. Yeah. Yeah. So on that side of it, um, it, it's the team part of it. And for me personally, servant leadership, it's, I've always been in sports as well. I've always been someone who never cared if I got the goal, if I got the assist, you know, you're going to win a game. So if I pass you the puck or I pass you the ball, I hand it off to you and you have an open net and you score, we all win. Never. I never, ever cared if my name was in the paper, whether I'm the, you know, I always look at it in my own businesses. Yeah. I own the company, but to me, you know, you're only as good as your the people that you're working with and the people that you hire and and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's I'm not I don't talk and, and say for me personally, oh, I'm the CEO of a company. I just say, oh, I, you know, I own a company kind of <laughs> downplay it because and again, that that's just now the way that, I've always that suits been. that that suits you the modesty right but it's yeah. the team is is so important and I, I think a lot of business owners would be helped by having the right team honestly yep. because you do create more it's kind of like coaching sometimes it seems like okay that's another expense but it's actually an investment into the next level of your business and impact so I love that so Bob if I would ask you like you were on this stage. And you need to talk to this and you are the only one on the planet, like on planet Earth, you're the only one who can tell people these entrepreneurs who really need it. Step in, hire a team because it's going to make such a big difference in your life and your business and your freedom. Yeah, I would uh, I would say 100 percent. And I would say before that, I would say just get started. You got to push yourself to get started. If you have that passion and you have that drive, you will be successful. I don't care what it is. Right. And I know everyone has a different level of a definition of success. But if you have that passion, you have that drive, you have that motivation, you got to do it. There's no reason why you don't do it. And I agree with you on on the coaching side of it. And, And again, I don't have a coaching program right now. I have two businesses. I started coaching programs. I've helped coaching programs, but there's so many students along the way that we've helped become incredible business owners. And I 100% firmly believe that everybody needs a coach. I don't care. You know, you you look at all athletes. I mean, people say this all the time. Michael Jordan was the best basketball player ever. My opinion, people, people may disagree with me, but he's always had a coach, you know, so the best in the world need coaches. Yeah. We cannot do surgery on ourselves. (laughs) That's right. Thank you so much, Bob. I love the interview. And guys, we will see each other next week in the vault. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Vault. Respect for showing up and creating your next stage of life and business. If you like this episode, I invite you to dive deeper and stay. The S stands for subscribe and share. Make a screenshot right now and pay it forward and send this to five friends who can benefit from this value. The T stands for try and transform. Try the technique, at least until the next episode. The A stands for action. Action creates success. Don't stay a student when you have a code. You should try to open the vault. And finally, the Y stands for you. 
This is about the most valuable asset of the world and life in general, the one and only authentic you. So if this was your code, please comment and help the vault grow. Hashtag unlocked, hashtag next level, hashtag dive deeper, and see you next week to level up again.